this diagram to review the, the stages of our life and how we should be um, making peace with each of these stages. So it is the first one, early childhood, which is marked by autonomy and shame and doubt. Those are the two. This is the positive side or the light side, the dark side, the negative one, let's say. And we will have both. But of course, we should support more the positive one. Preschool is initiative against guilt. So look at these words and attach meaning to each of them so that you can understand each of the stages and what has to be highlighted and supported. School age industry being Welcome everyone to our episode number 116. In today's episode, we are going to talk about identity and we are going to discuss um, several concepts from one of the most important researchers of um, this topic, that is um, Ericsson. That's the last name. I don't really remember or know the the first name, but Ericsson concepts of lifespan theory and life history theory is what we are going to discuss. The article that I use for this episode is uh, Ericsson's lifespan theory and life history theory and integration using the example of identity formation and is from the Journal of American Psychological Association. It's a review of general psychology, and it will help us to understand your identity through your life, through the different stages. And this is a topic that I chose because it's extremely important right now, I and I think that we are living in a value crisis of several people, whether they are in the stage of uh, being a small children, being an adolescent, being a, an, a young adult, being a mature adult, whatever the stage they are, we are in a crisis of values and we need to reaffirm and understand the key concepts that are going to help us navigate all of these stages and allow us to reflect more and to connect more with ourselves, with our own sense of uh, identity and start uh, taking away all the toxicity from outside. How do you feel when you are not committed with something or with someone? What happens in your life when you don't have this compromise with something? A big driver in everyone's life is the sensation of being committed to a higher purpose, to a higher cause, and to the things that we um, try to experience throughout, throughout our stages rather than just focusing on ourselves when you have a reason to get up in the morning to give your best 
in whatever endeavor you enjoy, that's when the best of you can be released. When you are narrowing your window, your perspective, and you are just focusing on yourself, and you are being kind of selfish and being distracted in the multiple social platforms, that's when you go into the dark side of each of the stages that we are going to discuss. And what is the relevance and link between Ericsson's stages of development and the identity crisis that everyone is living? Ericsson's stages of development are closely linked to the concept of identity crisis. And we have these uh, multiple catastrophic scenarios because we don't really know what does it mean to be in our stage, to live through the seasons of life. According to Ericsson's psychosocial development, the fifth, the fifth stage, sorry, the fifth stage, identity against role confusion occurs during adolescence and is characterized by the challenge of forming a clear and stable sense of self. And this stage is uh, deprived from many people and that's why they go on in life with this identity crisis. This stage is marked by the identity um, problem or struggle and individuals should explore different roles and aspects of their identity before achieving a co cohesive self-concept. In addition to that, epigenetically and physically, we have a very broad window of changes that are happening inside of us in terms of the neurons, in terms in terms of developing this prefrontal cortex, which is going to help you to take better decisions and to control better your mindset, your mood, and to be more analytical in mind and have a clear concept of who you are and what is your purpose in this life. That's why many, many adolescents uh, struggle in this stage. And if we don't know the meaning of that, we are not helping them to develop that uh, maturity and that, that identity. And that is what they um, drag throughout their lives. Ericsson's stages are organized around psychosocial crisis. We have two opposite uh, sides, the light and the darkness in each of the stages, and they are tied to the ego maturation. And the concept of identity crisis is a central feature of this kind of theory, emphasizing the importance, the relevance of resolving this conflict for healthy development. So we need to have these struggles. We need to question our lives. We need to question our values. We need to be more self-reflective in order to achieve and um, power through the different obstacles that we are going to, to encounter in our lives. Therefore, the relevance of these concepts lies in the fact that Ericsson's stages of development of development specifically address the challenges and conflicts related 
to the identity formation at different points in the lifespan. What are some of the um, key results from this investigation and this research that can be applied to the identity crisis? Well, first of all, is life history strategy related to the identity formation with the individuals who adopt a fast life history strategy, for example, early reproduction, risk-taking behavior, being more likely to experience identity confusion and diffusion. So living your life through your stage, knowing what is the meaning of that stage will help you to enjoy more, to savor more each of these uh, periods of your life. The timing of puberty is related to identity formation with early maturing individuals being more likely to experience identity confusion and diffusion. Again, going uh, in fast motion, trying to um, adapt to what society is telling you in terms of pressuring you to go faster, to have a fast-paced rhythm of your life is not helping and is creating this confusion that we see everywhere in the world in terms of younger people and adolescents. Having more diffusion means being distracted, means being um, separated from who you are and more connected with things that are not going to leave you anything in the social platforms. The quality of parent-child relationships is related to identity formation with individuals who have a secure attachment relationships being more likely to develop a clear and stable sense of identity. Whether you choose one of your parents, whether they are both, whether you have a teacher, whether you have a coach, in any of the sports that you can be practicing, which by the way, sports, practicing one sport in your um, childhood, in your adolescence is going to help you a lot to develop these kind of secure attachment relationships and create a key group of people that can encourage you to be better each day, to have this competitiveness without being obsessed, of course. Identity formation is a dynamic process. We have to understand this. It is not something that is um, fixed and that has to be always stable. It has to move. It has to be questioned and occurs throughout the lifespan with individuals revisiting and reviewing their identities in response to the changing life circumstances. Of course, that if for most of your life you have been an engineer and you were working in a, any kind of company and you were doing a role and suddenly your life or the circumstances of your life change and you won't be able to be in that role again and you need to start looking for um, a different career or a different uh, role, 
in another kind of company or even to engage in being an entrepreneur, that's when the identity has to be revisited and you have to review the concepts and your values and what you want, etc. Identity formation is also influenced by your individual values and the contextual factors, including cultural norms, social support, and the life experience. Everything that you have lived is influencing your identity. All of these results from the study, from the research, are complex and they are multifaceted. They are influenced by a range of individual and contextual factors. It is not the same and we don't live the same and we don't have to be attached to the society um, slogans that constantly try to accommodate us into being um, ships and just follow the norms and follow what they say because that's not going to help you to develop your identity. And that's what we are seeing. So let's go with the different kind of stages, which are eight. And so that we have time to discuss about them, we are going to explore each of them. Ericsson's stages of development consist of eight parts, each characterized by a psychosocial crisis that must be resolved. We can see it as a series of your life where you have chapters. Each of the chapters of your life, each of these periods of life is marked by two set of characteristics. One that highlights the light, the positive side, what you should be uh, encouraging more in your children and the dark side, the one that uh, if you are not doing the right things, if you are not uh, protecting your child, if you are not engaging with him or her, that's when the dark side can enter. And that's when the crisis can start blooming. So, Stage number one is infancy. And this stage is marked by two words, by two uh, dualities, trust and mistrust. Developing a sense of trust in the world is the slogan, is what marks this stage. The identity suggestion that we can do to encourage more this phase is encourage parents and tell parents to consistently meet their infants' needs to foster a sense of trust and security. The more you um, satisfy the necessities of your child, your infant, the more you give him or her a sense of safety and security, the more you are uh, fostering the trust in himself or herself. And you are uh, dissolving the dark side, let's say. Number two, toddler. And this stage, uh, I think it's Mark, 
from ages from six to more or less 12 years old. And each of these stages have to be lived and savored, as I mentioned, because when we go faster, when we want to go um, in a fast-paced rhythm, when we have these questions of or social pressure to be something that we are not yet, that's when we lose also the kind of values that need to be solidified in each of the stages. So this toddler stage is marked by two highlights or two sides, autonomy and shame and doubt. Establishing independence and autonomy is what we need to do in this stage, or that is the slogan, or that is the phrase, or that is the hallmark of this stage. What is the suggestion in terms of generating a better identity? Allow toddlers to make simple choices, to develop a sense of control and independence. This is what will help your child to have these decisions, even though they are, of course, very simple decisions, such as probably choosing their own clothes, choosing what they want to eat, choosing um, what they want to watch, what they want to do, etc. Having choices and having autonomy to make these choices, to make these decisions, to make them feel that they are becoming independent, that they can do things by themselves. Next, the next stage is preschool age. And this is marked by um, the stage where they go to a school. They have more social interaction with their group and they will develop, or this stage is marked by two characteristics that are extremely important, initiative and guilt. Taking initiative in activities, starting a game, starting to engage with children of their own age, having more imagination and creative play, develop a sense of purpose, and having initiation in any kind of activity that they are doing. That's the suggestion. That's what they can do. And the hallmark of this stage is establishing independence and autonomy. Number um, four, school age. Um, this is marked from ages six to 12, more or less. And in this stage, they are going to develop industry or being creative, being um, skillful. And the dark side or the duality of this is having inferiority, not trusting in themselves, developing what is Mark, what is the hallmark of this stage, developing competence. And this, sadly, I don't know if in, in many countries is the same as in Mexico, but in the school system in Mexico now, 
instead of developing com competence, they are not uh, doing that. They are they are being more dependent on parents to solve their homeworks, to help them in terms of school assignments and things that they should be doing. And they should be making mistakes and they should ask their own teachers and the teacher's role should be explaining them. So if it's the same case in the side of the world that you are watching, what you should do is explain to your uh, child what is the way to solve certain things and allow them to have mistakes and allow them to be... Um, to do their own homework, to do the to make the effort of developing competence and give the teachers the opportunity to really verify what they should be reviewing in class. So what is the exercise that you should that you can do support children in acquiring new skills? This means leaving them alone, explaining them, and then allow them to develop the, com the competency, making mistakes to build the sense of being in industry, to have creativity, to have confidence, to know that they can do it by themselves. If you just explain certain things and certain specific points, and allow also the teacher to perform their own role. Number five, stage five, is adolescence. And this is marked by two set of characteristics, which is identity. And look at this. This is the most important part of our lives. Identity against role confusion. So having confusion in your life in this stage is normal is the dark side but you should be in this stage and confused you should be uh, sometimes some days and that's why they behave in that way in that rebel way because they don't know who they are and they are finding themselves establishing a clear sense of self is what can mark this stage. What is the, the exercise suggestion for this stage? Encourage adolescents to explore their interests, to also make mistakes, to have values, to question who they are, to develop goals, to start creating a cohesive self-concept a more aligned concept with who they want to be, who they are becoming, and help them to find different things to explore. Also, if they are really, really confused, help them in terms of having values and try to um, not at any point in any of the stages is about to, to force anyone, but try to lead them to the group, social group that can help them. Number six, 
stage six is young, young adulthood. And this stage is marked by intimacy and isolation. This is the stage where people are going to look for a couple. This is the stage where young adults are going to look for these intimate relationships that they are going to start forming. And they are going to start finding their own social group that is going to be cohesive throughout the next years. And what is the suggestion in terms of the identity that can help them be um, protected of isolation, help your young adult to reflect on their values again and relationship goals. What is the goal of the relationship that you are having to establish meaningful and healthy connections with other people, to not hurt people in these stages just because you are selfish or you want to um, feed your ego and you are hurting people. This is the stage where they are going to create probably their couple and probably in this stage they are going to form or start forming uh, the concept of a family. Number seven, middle age. This is marked by two key concepts, generativity or generosity or generating things against stagnation. So being um, stuck in your life, that's the dark side. Being generating something is the positive side. Contributing to society and future generations is the slogan or mark or hallmark of this stage. What is the identity suggestion? Support individual support uh, people in finding ways to contribute to their communities and mentor younger generations to foster a sense of uh, generation and uh, feeling helpful. Uh, a little bit, you will face the question of being a leader of your own life and also help the next people, the next generations to be in this stage where they become leaders of their own lives. And in that way, you are fostering, you are encouraging the previous stage, which is young adulthood, you are creating a relationship that is going to be intimate also. It's going to be key for the identity of these younger generations. Being a mentor and letting go of your control and the power, it's going to help you create self-independent generations that know what to do know how to face challenges, know how to move in the world and start creating their own communities and their own support. Number eight, and this is the final stage, is older adulthood. And this is marked by two uh, key concepts. One is integrity and the next or the other one, the, the dark side, 
is despair. And this is a strong word, but this is the word that we can find in many people that retire from their jobs, then that they had an identity created from their own companies, from their own role in whatever they are doing or were doing. And suddenly they are being released to the world again and they don't know what to do. And this stage can be enhanced by reflecting on life and its meaning. So having time for you, having time to reflect on the meaning of life and what you want, what is meaningful to you, is something that can help you. What is the suggestion in terms of uh, allowing you to create a better concept of your identity in this stage? Encourage older adults to engage in life review activities and find meaning in their experiences to develop a sense of integrity and acceptance. And as you can see, this stage is similar to the first one, when you are also developing a sense of being accepted when you are a child, when you have, when you are developing competence. So it is again to return to this stage of finding what you want now. You have, you don't have pressure from society. You already achieved many things and reviewing your life through your achievements can help you to develop this integrity with yourself, this new set of values and accepting who you are in this stage. And as you can see, throughout all of these eight stages, we live our lives in seasons, just like nature. So if we learn from the concepts of nature, from what we can see throughout the four seasons by nature, we can start understanding our eight stages of our life. And by reflecting on each of the stages and being connected with yourself and asking questions and developing a reflective role instead of a reactive role, that's how you are going to find more meaning in each of the stages that you are living. And that's how we are going to support other individuals in resolving the psychosocial crisis that we are seeing everywhere in the world. So that's what we can do with other people. That's how we can help them. And that's how we can start understanding better ourselves. So now... The last thing that I want to do is just review um, graphically some concepts of what we saw. And I'm going to uh, show you this, um, this diagram to review the, the stages of our life and how we should be um, making peace with each of these stages. So it is the first one, early childhood, which is marked by autonomy and shame and doubt. Those are the two. This is the positive side or the light side, the dark side, the negative one, let's say. And we will have both. But of course, we should support more the positive one. 
preschool is initiative against guilt. So look at these words and attach meaning to each of them so that you can understand each of the stages and what has to be highlighted and supported. School age industry being creative, facing that development of competence against inferiority, against doubting yourself or not being able to do things. So when you think that solving the assignments or homework with your child in this stage is helping them, it is not helping them because you are not allowing them to make mistakes, to develop competence. And that's what is creating the societies that don't know what to do with their lives. And they are—they don't know how to face failure in their lives. Adolescence is marked by identity against role confusion. So they need to explore different roles, different things. They need to have freedom in terms of exploring the things that they want to do. Of course, with healthy boundaries about what they are going to do and always having the just the guidance of us in terms of allowing them to identify what they are good at also. Young adulthood is marked by intimacy, creating meaningful relationships and isolation. Look at this word because it's extremely important. In young adulthood, what we are seeing now is a marked um, exponential crisis of isolation. The more young adults are isolated with their devices, the screens and the social uh, digital world, the more they are suffering in terms of not developing these meaningful connections that they need to form in this stage of their lives. Middle adulthood is marked by generosity, generation, creating something meaningful against stagnation or being stuck. And it doesn't matter if you feel stuck in your life in this stage. The challenge is to find your way through. And we are going to see next in the next slide how can we power through this stage. So what we can do is start opening more pathways to develop this generosity, being risky in this stage also to create something new. Maturity is marked by ego integrity against despair. So this is the, the stage of your, let's say, old in terms of or mature adulthood. And this mature adulthood, it's against questioning your ego integrity, your values. What do you want now in this stage of your life, now that you don't have societal pressure now that you don't have to comply with an assigned role now that you can do whatever you want with your life 
of course, in each of the stages you can do that, but in this stage, you have freedom, you have also wealth, you have also, you should also be caring for your health, of course, and um, we should be fostering not having this despair or being abandoned in this stage of life. So if we really pay more attention to each of these stages, we can create a whole different society with more values, with more integrity for each of the seasons and solidify the concepts that we should develop in each of the stages. Next, what can you do to um, break the crisis or get out of the crisis? Well, a sense of achievement is going to help you to power through the crisis and to create commitment. Also, being open more to opportunities and not get so closed in your own uh, ego sometimes is what can create commitment, helping other communities, being a mentor, uh, training any uh, younger generation, helping um, any other stage uh, of individuals in their own lives can help you create commitment with your life and allow you to get out to the positive side. Diffuse, being diffuse and not having commitment, being disconnected from your life, being more connected with the digital world is going to create the crisis and is going to um, allow you to be more prone to go to the dark side. So, and next, the moratorium, the let's say the the morning season, or not having also commitments, it's going to lead you to depression, to feel that sense of despair, to feel that that sense of not knowing what you are good for or what can you do with your life. So as you can see, the lower part of this diagram is marked by the two um, sense of not having a commitment, not knowing what to do with your life, engaging with this um, sometimes societal pressure to comply with what they expect from you or not knowing what they expect from you. And when you are more open to certain opportunities, certain things, and you allow the exploration of different um, skills in your life, when you feel that you are achieving something in spite of the, um, of the quantity of things that you are achieving, and in spite of the um, society labels of the things that you should achieve, 
is what will allow you to develop more commitment with yourself and with your life. So this is the end of our uh, episode. I hope that I have helped you to reflect more on each of the stages of your life. I hope that I allowed you to reflect more on why we have this crisis of values, why we have these um, multiple exponential uh, numbers on all of the stages of people having identity, identity crisis. That's just because we are more connected with the digital world, with what it is being presented to us, than with what we want. Knowing who we are, knowing your values, and knowing what you can do and developing competence again in your life. Thank you very much for your patience, for being here, for your attention. I hope that you have arrived to the end of this episode. And if you like the episode, you know what to do. You know how to support me. Go to my website and in the left upper corner, you can find a button that, that, said, that says uh, donate. So you can donate whatever you want to support this mission of creating wellness through science and allowing people to reflect more on their five pillars of health. Thank you very much for your attention. Have a wonderful rest of the day and middle of the week. We will listen to each other in our next episode. Bye.